0: Thank you. Pool nation, I am the host of Pack Center, Garrett Hirschford calling in from sunny Los Angeles. If you have not heard the news yet, uh, the Martin twins are back home. I am joined with basketball analysts Kevin Pinkler and Michael Samples. I have my thoughts. What are your thoughts?
1: Um, You know what, Garrett? Um, I just want to bring a little bit of story. You know, last night I was sitting at the wall, and uh, all I was doing on my phone was re- reload my Twitter feed and just waiting for that uh, glorious tweet and you know I had Caleb and Cody on notifications and I see the tweet from them and the rest is history. Welcome back bros.
2: Yeah I was actually uh, working out at Wigan and uh, mid set uh, I was doing a little chest workout you know mid bench press I heard my phone do a little ding. Looked down at my phone I saw uh, Caleb Martin tweet a notification and I checked and I saw the postie he, he had, and it said that he was returning back to my senior year. And I started screaming and cheering, and everyone else in Wagon was like looking at me weird. And I told him about the news, and everyone working out there was so excited. So it's glad to see them back. Uh, I'm excited for this year.
0: So the news was made public by John, by none other than John Rothstein of uh, FanRag Sports. He announced that uh, he per-sourced uh, that the Martin Twins were coming back. And I am overjoyed. I was sitting in my living room retweeting, uh, com- interacting with uh, Nevada basketball Twitter. And as soon as we found out the news, everything blew up. And I think, I think that this puts Nevada in a very interesting position. Because with Nevada, with the two coming back, Nevada now has 15 players on their scholarship. That's two more than they're allowed.
1: Yeah, that 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 definitely is an issue. And I, you know, what I, I don't know personally what's going to happen, but I do have uh, trust in Musselman. You know, trust Mus um, that he had a plan for this and uh, he's going to work it out. Whether it's uh, taking two of the lower guys off scholarships just for the sake of the program, or he's got something else up in his sleeve. But you know what? I do have trust in him and the process.
2: Yeah. um, As of right now, it is kind of a bad situation, having the 15 scholarships and being over. But to be honest, I'd rather be in this situation than having under, like, uh, scholarships to give out and then having to go get uh, other players. Um, Because from their point of of view, they had to – focus on the team now and not really focus on if Caroline and the twins were gonna come back. So I feel like they did use their uh, resources and scholarships to give out to those players uh, just in hopes that they, if they did come back then they'd figure it out. But if they didn't, then they'd be set for the season. Um, but I mean, today's a good day for for Wolfpack Nation. Obviously we gotta give or take back some scholarships, but in the end we're we're set for the season.
0: And I think I think it definitely is an interesting thing because Nevada last year only had seven scholarship players, so having fifteen now doesn't seem to be a problem. I think Musk will find a way to uh I think one of the freshmen coming in will probably lose a scholarship and then I don't know, someone else would lose a scholarship. But I think having the Martin Twins back not only exceed, uh, helps Nevada reach that plateau of elite in college basketball i think they will be a top five team in the nation from uh the a preseason ap polls what are your guys' thoughts on where they'll be
1: you know i'm i'm almost right there with you you know uh there was you know obviously people have been giving out the way too early you know rankings and you know they had us uh a lot of us a lot of the reports had us you know go on eight to like five somewhere in that range and you know I'm thinking we're going to fall somewhere in there obviously um with us being where we are you know we're that mid major school team you know we're not going to probably get the respects that we deserve so I think they're going to put us right around I'm going to go with 8 um in my personal opinion I think we should be at least 5 but you know we have to Obviously, except, you know, we're not one of those big, you know, powerhouse uh, schools yet, at least.
2: Uh, Yeah, I'd have to agree with Kevin. Uh, As of right now, I think they're going to underrate us a little bit um, because we haven't really proven to be a top 10 or even a top five spot in the nation yet. Um, But I definitely see through the season after we start getting our feet under under us and and, uh, the nation actually knowing how big of a powerhouse we are now, they'll actually understand the power we have and the strength we have playing against these these powerhouses of the uh, in the nation and um, we'll definitely get the the ranking that we deserve at the end of the year
1: yeah no and michael brings up a good point uh i think it's actually probably a good thing if we're ranked you know at eight rather than where we're supposed to be at five because it gives us almost a little chip off our shoulder to prove something this season you know we get all too many times you see teams that, you know, give that high ranking, you know, are projected to win and be the superstar team. And, you know, they sometimes fail or they have so much pressure on them. So I like us being in the position that I think we're going to be in because it gives us a lot of room to improve and uh, shock the nation and climb our way to the tip top of the national rankings.
0: Yeah, I think I think they'll be a soft tough- I think they'll be number five in the nation come to uh, preseason polls. They'll be behind Duke, Kansas, Kentucky, and Villanova. And it and it's hard it's hard for Nevada to compete like when you got like these transfers coming in because you don't know how they're gonna be like you don't know how the rest of the team is gonna play after sitting out a year because there is a lot of rust when you don't play competitively. For
1: an entire year yeah no that's a good point there Garrett it really is
0: and we've 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 had Jordan Carolyn on the show and when he sat out his year it said it took him three regular season games to finally get all the rust off and I think it'll be interesting to see how long it takes like uh all the transfers like Israel Zuzwa, Jazz Johnson, Treshawn Thurman, uh, Trey, uh, well, Trey Porter, but he, he didn't have to sit out a year to get adjusted to this muscleman offense? Um,
2: I mean, those first few games of the season are always just toss-up games. Uh, I mean, everyone everyone has that situation where they may have transfers coming in, they may have new guys, they're just trying to get used to everything. Um, so I feel like every team goes through that situation. But, um, I mean, I... I have trust in Must and and then the Nevada Wolf pack and I know that we uh, from the veterans that we have that are coming back, obviously the twins and Caroline, but um, I know that they'll they'll be able to help out the new new guys, new recruits, new transfers. Uh, hopefully make that transition into the regular season a little better than it was for them.
1: No and yeah, that's that's a big thing that everyone keeps pointing out is you know, uh, we have all these transfers coming in and everyone's like that's why we're not as high as we're ranked right now, is because everyone's going, you know, oh you got all these transfers in. How do you expect to, you know, uh hit the ground running? But, you know, the thing is, for the past three years, that's how Mus has kind of built our program is transfer after transfer after transfer. And you know what? It's worked ever since. I don't I don't see it not working, you know? And I, I just I feel like it's not going to be an issue. And as Michael pointed out, you know, the first couple of games, those are always the feeler games. You never know how it's going to go. And, you know, sometimes it works and you hit the ground running or sometimes, you know, you miss that first step and you have to kind of play from behind the rest of the season. So um, I think when when it's going to come down to really matter is towards the end, especially in conference play and when we go to the Mountain West tournament and the actual March Madness, that's when we're going to show our true strengths and – that's when it always has is when, you know, the transfers finally get their footing and, you know, the team starts jiving. But I mean, the thing is, is our starting five is, um, except for Jordan has been playing together for years. So I don't think we're going to have a huge issue with the transfers. Um, it's not like we're bringing in a whole different team. It's not like we had a bunch of seniors graduate. Our biggest, uh, loss senior wise was probably Stevens. And, uh, Jordan's gonna fill that spot perfectly. So I think we're gonna jive right off from the beginning.
0: You you mentioned starting five. What are your guys' project? Well, we know Kevin's projecting for the starting five, but Michael, what are your projections?
2: Um, so starting five, definitely have the twins. They, they I mean, they're obviously starters. Uh, then Caroline, he's a big powerhouse. He's a leader of the group. Um, Jordan Brown, he's a big man. Um, I would like to see, um, him put on just a little weight, uh, because I know college is a lot different than, uh, the high school or the prep school he was at. Um, if he did put on some weight, uh, this off season, he would definitely be a powerhouse and definitely a big strength for our team. Um, so yeah, the twins, uh, Caroline, Jordan Brown, and then Lindsey Drew, I would see him, see him starting this year.
1: You know, and that's that's Michael brought up a good point with Drew coming back, and that's that's going to be our thing, and that's kind of what hurt us last year towards the end was losing Drew to that injury, and it's going to be really good to have him back. You know, if we um, have him starting in that five, Um, it's and I'm going to call this right now, and I've been talking to everybody on campus. That's the big thing everyone's talking about is you know we getting everybody back. Um, One of the
0: but are you are you sure Lindsay is going to be healthy enough to play?
1: Honestly, you know what I think he is um
0: I have nakilles's uh, injury is is a very long recovery process
1: no it's 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 a very long recovery process, no doubt, but I feel he's a young enough guy that he's gonna bounce back really well um, I have faith in our uh training staff down there um obviously uh, for you guys that don't know, Michael's working right there with them um, so I I've, I have faith that he's going to come back in full force. I, if he decides to sit out and must decides to sit him out, then obviously they're going to make the right decision. I have more faith in them that they um, have confidence in him. And uh, yeah, so if if he comes back um, full health, um, I'm calling it right now uh, best starting five in the nation. You know, you get you get these other powerhouse schools. You get like uh, Duke and Villanova. And like Tennessee and all them. And you know, you got two or three good superstars. If you're lucky, you get three. But as as we saw in the tournament, you know, our starting five along with Brown is gonna be just
0: stacked. But you're losing you're losing one of the starters. You're losing if you look at the if you look at the team that was in the NCAA tournament, you lose two starters.
1: No, I know you lose two starters. You lose, you know, Stevens and you lose um, – How Alice Cook. Yeah, but here's the thing. Those guys stepped into roles that normally they didn't do because you had Drew go down in the late season. And that's honestly – that's when we started to kind of suffer a little bit was towards the end of the season. I know watching the games in Lawler, um, a lot of us, we were losing games that we should have never lost. I mean, especially in the tournament when we lost to San Diego, we should have never lost that game. That should have never happened. Um, And and that's because, you know, you had guys stepping into roles that normally they wouldn't do or they were trying to pick up the slack. Um, But, again, with Jordan coming in and Drew um, expected, let's just project him to be fully healthy. Um, It's going to be a great starting lineup. Obviously, most of the guys, except for Brown, have been, like I said before, have been playing together for years. Um, Especially with Carolina and the Twins, this is their senior year. Um, They know what they're doing and so they bring Jordan in there. They can give a little bit of guidance to the kid, but he knows what he's doing. He's not hes not a All-American, you know, top five recruit for nothing. It's not just because he was playing, you know, crappy schools or whatever. He's a real deal player. He really is. So him coming in, that starting role, I mean, at first it's going to be an issue maybe having him find his footing, but after that, we're just going to hit the ground running and – you're going to see the results towards the end, um, especially when we get into conference play.
0: So, my starting five will be a little bit different. I, I don't think Lindsey Drew is going to play this year. I think, I think it'd be smart for him to register. So, then when Nevada loses, Nevada's losing eight players next year due to graduation. So, I think if Lindsey sits out this year, he'll have a time to shine in 1920 in the year 2019-2020 season. So I think, I think the starting five will be – it will either be uh, the Twins, Jordan Caroline, Jordan Brown, and Nizre Zuzwa or Trey Porter. If they want to go for height, they'll go with Trey Porter because Trey Porter is a center who could knock down the three. And that would be an interesting situation for Nevada because they'll go from having one of the smallest lineups in the nation with their tallest player being six seven. To one of the tallest nations and the tallest lineups in the nation, where your shortest player is six seven. Nope. And so it, and so, it's interesting to see because it'll be interesting to see which way which way Musselman will go. Sure, losing Kendall would be huge. You you miss that record setting, uh, you miss that record setting three point percentage. But I think that Nevada will have the ability to make threes with, uh, with, with Caleb, uh, Jazz Johnson, Nisrae Zuzwa, Porter, and even Jordan Brown can hit the three. So I think Nevada won't struggle at all.
1: No, yeah, definitely agree in uh, that lineup. Um, regardless, you know, is still one of the best in the nation, you know, regardless if, you know, you don't have Drew coming back. I mean, uh, we did well in the tournament without him. Um, so,
0: but although we did well, I think we there were times where we could have used Lindsey's uh, ball handling ability when foul trouble emerged arose.
1: No, yeah, of course that would have been wonderful to have. You know that was obviously one of the issues. But I think one of the bigger issues, at least in the tournament wise, and Brown's going to solve this completely is, um, well, not completely, but help out. Is we for the life of us could not get a board especially in that Loyola game. You know, they were getting second-chance points after second-chance points. And, you know, that's that's why I'm really excited to have him um, coming into the program is because he brings that different aspect to the game. Like you said, you know, we can go from one of the uh, tallest lineups where we have our shortest guy at six seven. Um, That's going to be great, especially in those um, hard times down late in the season where we're going to need those boards and uh, definitely look for um, must to be coaching that a lot this offseason, hopefully, because um, that's what kind of killed us. You know, we, we were struggling a little bit with the three in that last game, but it doesn't matter. You're not hitting the three. It's no big deal. But if you're giving second-chance points up to these guys, especially in the tournament, especially if we're going to be playing big-name schools, they're not going to miss those chances.
0: Mm-hmm. I also think it would be interesting to see how Musk will incorporate 13 players who are capable of playing at any D1 school. Like you look at like their, you look at like their, you look at the transfers. They they've put in some great work at their former schools. Like you have former like 20 point scorers. You have uh former NCAA leaders in steals. So I think it will be really interesting to see what Musk will do with with an actual bench this year because that's something we haven't seen with with Nevada in Muss's time here.
1: Yeah, no that is something that we have not seen and that was one of the biggest things the commentators kept talking about last in the tournament was, you know, we play a 6-7 guy rotation and they were afraid we're going to get tired. And I don't think we ever got tired, but it's definitely going to be having it's definitely going to be nice to have that in our back pocket and I'm sure Muss is uh, grateful and excited and Actually, I know he's excited, especially seeing him last night at the El Dorado, announcing the Twins are back. He lost his mind. So it's gonna it's gonna be definitely an interesting season, as you pointed out.
0: Any prediction on how the team does? Seeing that they play thirty five games a year, how many 30, 35 games in the regular season? What are your What are your expectations?
2: Um. So 35 regular games in the season. Um I would definitely hope that we hit the 30 mark or even go over the 30 mark for wins. Um I know we have a really good home record. Uh we think we only lost a few last year. I um, and then We the lost year...
0: one and that was the Nevada Southern. Yeah.
2: Um but yeah, I definitely trust this team. I <clears throat> trust the the head coach and everyone behind him. I know that uh the skill and talent we have on the court can definitely get us to 30 wins. Um, but all all comes down to is the chemistry and how well everyone fits together and definitely how, how well uh, we can pass the ball, shoot the ball and just easy fundamentals. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm hoping for 30, maybe 31 wins. I don't know if that's a stretch, but I mean, we got 20, 29 wins last year, but that was also including the tournament.
1: Um, but yeah, we'll just have to see. Yeah, you know what? Um that that is a definitely mark that we're gonna have to try to get over is that um thirty win mark, especially it's gonna be a tall order with thirty five games. That means you you know you get over that thirty mark and you're you know, losing five games. That's that's it's a difficult thing to do. It's a difficult thing to ask of the team. Um but it's definitely something that's um is very possible. Um, especially with, um, like we've been talking, the lineup that we're going to have and the depth in the bench that we have, um, to put a certain number on it is, um, difficult to say. I'm going to, I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm just going to guess. I'm going to go to magic number, even 30. That's what we're going to do in the regular season. Uh, it definitely is, uh, tall order to ask, but I definitely see us doing it. Um, as I said on the show plenty of times, um, we definitely trust Mus. That's one of the big things we <laughs> big things we do, is trust Mus. Um, so, you know, that's, that's what I'm going to go with is the 30 wins. Um, I'm trying to think of, you know, who – who we're gonna lose to? Um, definitely the Loyola game. We definitely need to win, um, especially with that rematch. That's a, to prove
0: something. That's a revenge game.
1: That's def. That definitely is a revenge game. And you know, if that if that's something um, we can do, then definitely thirty wins is out of. It's definitely not out of question. Um, and like 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 I said um, earlier, we were losing games last season that we should have never done. Um, obviously. The, the home loss to UNLV was killer, and hey hey hey
0: hey hey, it's Nevada Southern on this program. I, I'm <laughs> hey. That, those those that sh- they should just not be named is Voldemort.
1: No no, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna call them UNLV because you know what they're called UNLV and we're called Nevada. We're not called UNR. We're called Nevada because we're the OG Nevada team. And, you know, without us, they don't even exist. And i got to give them some respect. I'm from Southern Nevada, so I'll give them the slightest bit of respect. But besides that, um, we're definitely we're not losing that game this season. Um, we should have never lost that game last season. But definitely coming in with the hype we are coming in this season, um, that's a must-win game as well, that and Loyola. But, all,
0: but also looking at that, like, K.O. Um, didn't play in the, in the first matchup. Uh Looking at the other losses, uh, we lost by we lost in overtime to Texas Tech, which was a heartbreaker. We lost by two to Texas uh, TCU. We we got we lost to uh, San Francisco, which was an awful loss for the team. We lost to Wyoming in Wyoming. That game went to overtime, and uh, we lost to San Diego State at in their building, which is a very hard place to win and in the tournament. So I'm gonna go. Not knowing the full, full uh, non-conference schedule, thirty-one and four. Thirty-one and four. Okay. So yeah, we're
1: all right about that thirty mark. So.
0: So uh, with that being said, yesterday was not the uh, the Twins. It was sure as the Twins' day to announce it, but Nevada also made a big-time splash in the Mountain West, announcing a new partnership with Adidas. Yeah. What are your guys' thoughts?
1: That was that was that was a huge announcement. Um, it was a huge day, just in general, um, getting that announcement plus getting the twins back. And uh, you know what? I'm really excited. Um, I, last time we talked on this show, I called it and I said we'd go with Adidas. I know you guys said a uh, big baller brand, and we're gonna stay with Nike. But um, I, ha- I have some respect for Adidas. Um, you know, throwing it a little bit old school for us. You know. That's who we used to be with. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see the designs. The only thing I'm probably gonna miss is the designs for the jerseys. Um, I love the jersey designs we had this past season, especially with, uh, you know, the Nevada State flag jersey, um, as well as the Tahoe Blue jersey. That was really nice. Uh, if anyway we can keep incorporating that type of stuff, um, but no, I'm really excited for um, Adidas to be our partner. Um, I have great expectations with us. Obviously, we have history with them, so that's always nice to go back to uh, not our OG sponsor, but one of our bigger ones that we used to be with.
2: Yeah, um, previously on the last last time we talked, I, I said Nike. We would re-sign with Nike. Um, but I don't know. I, I'm just a Nike fan. I know a lot of people are Nike fans. It's either like Nike or Adidas. You're one or the other. Um, but after we signed with, uh, Adidas, I was, I was kind of a little, a little bit mad that we didn't sign with Nike, but obviously I wasn't behind the desk. I wasn't behind closed doors and I didn't know what the contract was about. Um, so obviously I, I had trust in the, in the school to know what was best for them. Um, and not just, Hey, let's have a swoosh on their t-shirts instead of the three stripes. Um, but I mean, like Kevin said, I did, I did, I love the designs for the jerseys last year. I love the all pink or the the pink jerseys. I love the Tahoe blue jerseys, the Battleborn jerseys. Um, you
0: like the pink jerseys?
2: Hell yeah! A lot Who of people doesn't? hated them. I I love those. They pink? were you you don't see any other team with that. You if you see Nevada walking out on the court with that, you know they stand out. I know it's not it doesn't go to our colors, but it's just it's just the it just stands out. It's just different. You don't see a lot of people doing that these days. They want to stay in the box, you know. Nevada, I thought we, we went a little side, we went outside the box with that jersey. Um, I mean, like you said, a lot of people didn't like it, but I mean, I liked it, I was a fan of it. Um, but I mean, we have a new sponsor now, Adidas. So, I mean, I'm excited to see what they bring jersey-wise to the, uh, on the court for the players and also for the Wolf Shop, for the, for the fans and the, all the students here.
0: Yeah, no, I I'm a little bit skeptical about Adidas because of their ability to follow up on uniforms. Like Nevada had twelve Nevada basketball had twelve uniforms this season. I think if Adidas really wants to make a splash, you have to have a fire uniform as a, like a base uniform to start next year. But with that being with that like said, like Adidas basketball like isn't a is pedigree of what Nike is.
1: Or Jordan? No, yeah. that's that's It's definitely... It's not... Nike's got that flash. You know, it's Nike. Everyone knows Nike. I'm not saying that nobody knows Adidas, but if, if you're going to put up the two and they're going to ask, you know, which ones do you want, people are going to put Nike nine out of ten times. And it's just because that's Nike. I mean, that's the case with other brands as well. Um, obviously, you get fast food places. Everyone's going to pick McDonald's. Things like that. That's just more of marketing and how they've marketed it in the years. Um, and I, I know you said you're skeptical about the jerseys and such. Um, I think with it being a new age um, with Adidas and the fact of um, these jerseys are starting to not become really important, but they're it's a thing. They're where, a
0: selling point for sure. Yeah, they're a selling point.
1: They're a selling point for sure, and especially when you have your team out there on the court and they're rocking – you know great jerseys whether it's the pink ones or you know the battleborn ones you know you kind of stand out i think nike or not nike adidas coming in this deal and i think the university is going to be right up on them making sure that we get those fire designs that you talked about um the biggest thing with me though is uh with adidas you know we're all worried about the jerseys you know we're all worried about oh what are we going to get apparel wise oh we're going to get this wise you know and um, to me, that's all in good. But what truly matters is, you know, if you're looking good on the court with those jerseys and you get blown out by 40, nobody cares what you're wearing. Everyone cares that you got blown out by 40. I'd rather, um, I'd rather be wearing Adidas and cutting the nets down and winning a national championship than still being with Nike and being out of the tournament. Just you know, just for comparison, to me, it's. It's a nice thing, and it kind of matters, but in all things in perspective, it's the least of our worries right now, and I'm more so um, not worried but excited for our performance on the court.
0: I just think when it comes to the quality of basketball shoe, Nike is far superior than Adidas is. Like, you, There's so many more options when it comes to shoe than, than what Adidas has.
1: No, I mean, and the the shoe, yeah, definitely. You you can't argue that. You really basketball can't.
0: basketball shoes are, are very important.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's no, it's very important. But as you pointed out on the past show, uh, just because we were with Nike, you know, you had people wearing uh, different kind of shoe brands, and I think that's going to continue as it is now. Um, the I, sh- the shoe, the shoe does matter, of course. But it,
0: it, it's different than with. When the was with Nike, Jordan Caroline, and Elijah Foster wearing Jordan because they're like the same family, it's going to be completely different if, like, we're in Adidas school and someone wears, like, a Kobe. I,
1: I mean, I guess. Yeah, you're going to have the mismatching. But in all things, I think the players are going to stick with the shoes they want to wear, you know. We're kind of we're and you've you've seen it in the NBA especially with the big baller brands their whole purpose of you know their brand is so you know they have the versatility to wear different shoes. Look at Lonzo, he's wearing big baller brands. He was wearing Jordans. He was wearing Adidas. You know, it, it ranges. I think we're getting to that point where um, just because you're with Nike, if your team's with Nike, I don't think we're at the point where I think the players are gonna stick with the shoes they want. And I think the university is going to support that fully. And you know, if Adidas doesn't like that, they're going to have to up their game just a little bit here.
0: But I also think there are contractual agreements that the, the saying that the players will have to wear Nike on court or wear Adidas on court. Yeah, and there might be.
1: Obviously, us three, we don't—we're not in those meetings, you know, with the contract and when it signed. Um, so when the details come out, you know, we're going to have to look into that. And if it it gets to the point where, you know, we have, they have to wear the shoes, um, it is going to kind of be a sticking point, um, obviously a little bit, especially for some of these players that, um, have loved the shoes that they've loved wearing and been wearing it for years. I know I have a preference on my shoes, just like I'm sure Michael does when we go down to the court and play some pickup games. Um, but just as they are important What's also important is who's wearing those shoes as well. You know, shoes are an important thing, but they can only go so far. Um, You know, there's always, you know, those saying in sports that, you know, the equipment can only do so much. You know, sometimes it's just operator error, you know, user error. So if you have the right person wearing the shoes, um, then the shoes don't really matter. But if you get those guys that... You know, kind of need the shoes to give them that little extra, you know, bump. Then, then you're at that point. But I don't think we're at that point. I think we have players that definitely um, can outlive the the stigma that they have to wear the Nike shoes or whatever shoes they want. You know, they put them in any shoes, put them in some Converse out in that court, and uh, they might be sliding around a little bit and breaking some ankles, their own ankles. But we're still going to compete.
0: But with that being said, let, let's, 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 uh, let's go away from it, like talking about uh, gear and stuff. But final note on this, if anyone can custom design uh, PacCenter a pair of Nevada-themed Yeezys, please let us know. Uh, we're interested. Our Twitter DMs are open, at Pac Center, uh, MV. We would We would greatly appreciate it.
1: I think we're gonna to have to get our follower count a little bit more up if we're gonna get those uts but you know i like I like the enthusiasm there Garrett and uh yeah, if uh Pac Center gets those pair of those uh you know my name's Kevin Finkler, throw me a pair as well
2: i mean i'll I'll definitely uh, uh be the first one to test them out for you guys if you ever make them
0: Ki Ki if you're listening to this uh, I know you do great work, just please hook it up but uh with that being said, when Nevada announced. Uh, the Martin's tw- Martin are coming back, they started this hashtag March winning. Does Nevada basketball own the internet? Um,
1: We're getting to the point that we almost do, I think. Um, you know, that's uh that's always a thing now is, you know, who's got the best tweet. That's always a thing, especially between the teams, um, whether it's your actual teams or your unaffiliated uh uh twitter accounts you know whether it be barstool or you know something like that um but uh i think we're getting to the point that we do own the internet at least for uh twitter wise because uh and to be honest it all started with uh the announcement that brown was going to come you know you have that iconic video of a muscle man sitting on his couch with his daughter and uh just waiting scrolling through his feed waiting for it and finally getting the message and running out you know you have the whole coaching staff doing the rest and uh the videos from inside the offices of the coaches and them doing a the whole thing and you know, obviously just like last night, uh that is something that I never seen from any other teams or schools is us holding a full banquet in the El Dorado Hotel and Casino and, you know, r- video recording that and posting it up on our social media of muscle men talking to the twins on the phone and announcing it right there. Um it definitely is good to see that we're uh, we're getting known on the Internet a little bit. Um, it definitely brings some uh, respect to our program that we greatly deserve. and uh, people in the sports casting world and the commentating world is definitely taking note. Just look at uh, Scott Van Pelt last night, you know, had us on the show, you know dropping the hashtag with us, and uh, yeah, I th- we're getting to the point where we kind of own the Internet and it's great. it's a great feeling. Yeah,
2: definitely. Um, I just feel like Nevada in general is on the come up. Um, I mean, my freshman year, which was about a year ago, two years ago, um, not many people knew about us. I mean, when I went home back in Sacramento, I would go just to visit family, and uh, my relatives and friends and neighbors would ask me how how's college going, and then they would forget what college I went to. And they'd ask me what college I went to. I was like, oh, I go to Nevada. And they'd just be – totally like confused like they don't know where it is they don't know what town we're in um so it's good to know that through our basketball and other sports we're starting to become known to the world that we're like hey we're reno's coming for you you guys need to watch out um yeah don't don't underestimate us um so it's good to know because i mean i went back a couple weekends ago and everyone's asking me how our basketball team's doing they knew uh what an underdog we were to the first game, Texas. And after that, they just kept rooting for us. Um, but, yeah, it's a good feeling. I don't think we're that global yet on the mark twinning. But I, de- I definitely see us getting, a, getting somewhere farther in the future during the, the season and this upcoming year.
1: No, yeah, Michael brings up a good point. Um, you know, I'm from southern Nevada, and the only reason people know about us down there is because of we're rivals with UNLV. That's the only reason why they know us. Um And you know, and this is—he brought up a good point. Is basketball is kind of bringing some good publicity to the university as a whole. Um, In past years, we've had some not so great ones. Obviously, last year with uh, the Charlottesville riot, that was uh, some bad publicity, and we're still reeling from that. We're still dealing with issues from that, unfortunately. And uh, you know, whether you agree with the whole Kaepernicking thing too, as well, um, that's brought us some publicity. Whether depending on how you view it, is good or bad. Um, but this is definitely a good look for Nevada. Obviously, we haven't had this big of exposure since uh, Kaepernick was playing here, and we were uh, doing that pistol offense and just winning game after game after game. And, you know, even, even that, we weren't, you know, really highly known. I remember I was in middle school, and everyone was talking about, oh, Kaepernick, oh, my gosh, you know. But that was just a small little town that, you know, everyone was talking about it. But we're getting to the point where, you know, we're on ESPN. Scott Van Pelt is a huge fan of ours. You know, that kind of wish we could uh, throw some money his way and uh, repay the favor to him to giving us some free publicity and some uh, free good exposure because, you know, you talked to, talk to definitely a lot of people. We shocked a lot of people on that tournament. And uh, especially with Brown coming and the Twins coming back and March winning, it's not a big thing yet, but... Ooh, wait till midseason. That's going to be just blowing up on Twitter. That's going to be the top hashtag, especially when we're going to be ranked in the top five. That's going to be great.
2: Yeah, um, and just to bring back the publicity and like how small of a school we were a few years ago, uh, throwing it back to the game against Cincinnati, I remember pregame, Muscleman uh, figuring out that actually the Cincinnati uh, student store Released the Sweet 16 shirts before the game even started. This is in round 32, so they'd have to beat us, Nevada, to get to the Sweet 16. So, um, them doing that definitely gave us some disrespect, and uh, they didn't really care about us being a seven seed, and they they thought that they would gonna they were gonna beat us, them being a two seed. But definitely after us beating them, and them having to take those shirts out of their store definitely to me felt like it was a great relief for us because not only did we beat a number two seed in the tournament but also gave us the publicity over on the east coast showing that hey us us Wolfpack, over in reno uh we can we can definitely beat one of the powerhouses on the east coast so it's definitely just not a west coast thing it's an east coast thing also they need to watch out
1: yeah, it's definitely proven to the whole nation that, you know, in Nevada, there's not just, you know, Las Vegas and desert. There's something else here in uh, beautiful Reno. We're showing them what we got. And, uh, you know, it's like like I brought up earlier, you know, the whole argument of uh, we're a mid-major team. We're not one of those big powerhouse major teams, you know. and But we're at least in that conversation where we're getting to the point where, you know, we're continuously in the power rankings, we're getting top recruits and top uh, transfers, and we're getting exposure like this on ESPN of all places, is we're getting to the point where, you know, it keeps going like this. We're going to keep getting these guys. We're going to keep getting recruits, you know. And it's just these are how powerhouse schools started. And, you know, sometimes people forget how they started because they've been powerhouses for so long, you know. But this is how it starts is one small little thing, you know, that comeback win, two comeback wins last season of the tournament got everyone thinking, you know. So when these recruits are thinking, you know, where am I going to go to? And, you know, Nevada, in the previous years, Nevada would pop in their head and they'd be like, wait, Las Vegas? No, 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 no. We're talking to Reno. And they'd be like, ah, no, we're not going to go there. But now they're giving us a second look. I mean, just look at Brown. Shows us over some big name schools in Arizona and California. I mean, us, of all people. You know, Nevada, the state gets a bad rap as, as it is, plus the college, you know, especially when it comes to basketball. You know, in previous years, someone asked, you know, name a college basketball team from um, Nevada, the state of Nevada. Everyone's going to say the Rebels because, you know, running Rebels back in the 90s, that was the thing and put, you know, V on the map. Well, guess what? It's our time. Musselman's putting us on the map, just like Tarkanian. Put UNLV on the map, and it's time to, for us to be a powerhouse school. We're getting to that point. I'm really glad we're finally on the map, though.
0: With that being said, uh, we're going to be starting to wrap it up here. And I would just like to say, uh, everyone, if you have not already bought your season tickets for men's basketball, go do that right now. Uh, you can get a deposit for only $99. Uh, and you can find out more information on NevadaWolfPack.com. I recommend it. I'll be there. I'm sure Kevin and Michael will be there every single game.
1: Yep, we're there. Um, you know what? I'm thinking Michael and Garrett. Uh, I might want some better seats this season. So, you guys want to go? Uh, uh, uh can't help you there. Three three-way on. Oh yeah, you got the ringside seat, Michael. You and I. I, I let's you. go. Two way onto these tickets, we'll get some uh, courtside seats. I'm um, actually still uh, waiting to hear
2: back from the head coach or the head trainer for basketball, so I might be sitting uh, side court with the team.
1: All right. Well, regardless, yeah. I'm gonna be in that student section, losing my mind just like the rest of the students, you know, because that's where the real fans sit. I know you guys want your fish paw seats right on courtside, you know, Garrett. I know you I know. want it right there. I'm yeah, I know. <laughs> I know you're working, but you, hey, you get those nice seats. You gotta come to the right. um, the rafters and. uh Show it up with the real fans,
2: yeah, definitely I'm I'm a, definitely got to see with the next to the band, guys.
0: <laughs> but with that being said, any final remarks from you
1: guys? Um, no, thank you for having us, um, or me specifically, thank you. Uh, I know you had me last show on this show, and I appreciate it. Um, the only thing I can say is um, to Caleb Cody and Jordan, of course, thank you so much for coming back. Thank you for. Bring in a sense of respect to this program, as well as you, Musselman. Um, it's something to be proud of. You know, sometimes our university kind of gets the short end of the stick sometimes. But you know what? When I tell people I'm from Nevada and I'm going to Nevada, you know, we have a sense of respect. So thank you. Um, I'm glad to be going to the school at this time. It's an exciting time. Um, thank you, and. Uh, you know, let's go let's go win that uh, national championship. Let's go Wolfpack.
2: Yeah, I'd, I'd also like to say thank you to you, Garrett, for having me on the show again. Um, and definitely thank you to the Twins, Caroline, Musselman. Uh I mean, you guys are going to make this next basketball season so insane. Uh, it just makes me want to be an even bigger fan than I am right now. Um, I mean, like I said, hopefully I'll, I'll be able to – Get a spot on the training athletic training list, uh, so I could be able to help you guys uh, behind the scenes as well as on the court. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, I'm so excited for this upcoming season. Uh, I want to predict stuff, but I also just kind of want to sit back and just witness it. Um, all I know is this Nevada team is something else. Um, I don't mean I, I don't even think I can compare them to last year. Um, but, I mean, like I said, I just want to sit back, witness it, witness it while I can, uh, just have fun, and, yeah, go Pack.
0: And so my, my remarks are, if you've not already, go follow us on Twitter, at PackCenterNV. We are also on Instagram, at pack Center Nevada. We hope you guys have an amazing summer, and go Wolf Pack.